So, hello and welcome to this podcast on India Independent Films. My name is Shashi Mukherjee, and today with me I have Rohit Nair, who is an improviser and a screenwriter. Rohit is the co-founder of Improv Comedy Bangalore, which is an improvisational troupe from Bangalore performing all around the world, and also it's celebrating its five-year anniversary this year. And Rohit is also a pass out of the 2018 batch of AIB First Draft, which was mentored by Satyanshu Singh, if I'm not wrong, Rohit. and uh, who is also the director of chintuka birthday which you might have seen on z5 and in theaters before the covid pandemic and rohit is now writing a lot of scripts for otts and films and we are going to talk about all that very soon but uh, before that those of you who uh, are not very accustomed to the idea of improv i will give you a simple like uh, introduction to it improv or improvisational theater or improv comedy is basically uh, making up scenes or an entire story a three act story a play or jokes on the spot without any script taking a suggestion from the audience the suggestion could be a word or a phrase or anything for inspiration and then you make up an entire uh, like scene or a play out of it uh, with your co-improviser right there uh, at that moment uh, for examples you can watch something like whose line is it anyway uh and many clips are there on youtube you can get an idea of improv comedy and also netflix have released an improv special called middle ditch and shorts you can find that uh those are three one hour improv plays which we can see improv scenes or improv plays what we can uh, how how do we describe that rohit can we call them improvised long form improvised plays maybe um uh first and foremost shashi thanks for having me here uh <laughs> it's an absolute pleasure um and uh, the fact that i'm i'm too fond of you also uh, <laughs> makes me want to be in this show with you <laughs> thank you thank you it's my um, pleasure so uh so yes uh, uh coming to your question um uh Uh, could you repeat that question once again yeah and actually <laughs> i i was trying to introduce a lot of things so uh, the thing is uh, i was t- saying that middle ditch and shorts people can go watch it on netflix to understand what improv is so mm-hmm. uh, is it can we call it an improvised play because it's a one hour long thing or is it a scene what do you, uh, How do you yeah it approach it? it is um, uh so it it's it, it's clearly more than a scene uh, you could see that you know some of their uh, segments had uh, two to three scenes combining uh, you know sort of working towards the same storyline towards the same plot um so yeah they they had i think they had they had multiple short plays if you could say that um okay. and uh, it was it was yeah it was definitely more than a scene um mm. and uh, thomas middleditch is known to perform like that you know say he was part of this group called uh, the improvised uh, uh, shakespeare and they okay. they used to perform uh, a two hour long improvised play uh, wow. with a break you know huh. so it had like a proper structure it had uh, uh, the there were consistency of laughter throughout uh, the scenes were spaced brilliantly um you know it had a proper three act uh, uh, game going on mm-hmm. so they had everything flowing there for them so thomas mm-hmm. for for him i think this was a cake walk this was very easy for him to to execute you know uh, mm-hmm. so small stories and uh, yeah and then you know uh, uh, mm-hmm. getting on with it so yes yes so uh, before we talk about your journey your life i need to give a little trivia to the people who are listening to us 
that Rohit has recently gone viral on social media on Facebook primarily because of a video <laughs> because of a video he made with his dog Zoe so uh, last when i checked it had 2.5 million views on Facebook and it has been picked up by sites like Indian Express and also television channels so can you tell us uh, when did you know that you were going viral <laughs> what was the feeling then <laughs> um, i i had no idea i had no idea this is this, that that uh, that the clip was going to you know explode the way it has right now mm-hmm. um I, I, you know, so Zoe and I have made a couple of videos in the past also. And uh, what I've realized that, uh, you know, when, when, when people see dogs doing <laughs> unusual things, yeah. they, they find it funny. Find and it that fun. was the only reason I put it there, you know, okay, see, my dog is cute. That is all I wanted to uh, tell the world out there. But uh, uh, I think, I think the timing of it all also probably mattered and the way it was done also probably mattered. Uh, mm-hmm. And which we definitely we we had. I mean, I had not thought about you know executing it in a certain way. Um, so Zoe, you know, when when we adopted Zoe a couple mm-hmm. of years back, um, she would she would get really excited seeing me. So my 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 girlfriend, who's now my wife, she basically had adopted Zoe, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Whenever I would go to meet Zoe, uh, mm. Zoe would Zoe would come running out, and she would always, you know, make these little, <laughs> you know, sounds like that. <laughs> yeah. And I would I would respond uh, to her sounds, all right. And I would I would make similar sounds. So she probably thinks that I'm one of her. Mm. And then you know we started we started imitating each other. We started uh, uh, you know howling like each other. And, you know there were times when both of us would be at the window and you know barking and howling. So uh, she gets my emotions uh, whenever, you know, I'm anxious, you know, whenever I say, hey, Zoe, the kona hai? And hmm. she would come running out and start growling all of a sudden. You probably might have seen, I've made yeah, a video. Yeah, I've seen right you made, made a video about Arnab, Arnab aya, Arnab aya. <laughs> Zoe does And she comes running, you know. <laughs> so she she definitely, uh, she doesn't know who Arnab is, but she, she senses the urgency yeah. in my tone. So mm-hmm. that is how in sync we are. Um, and um, you know, I knew, and that rag that I was doing, I knew that's how how car. Very well coined. Definitely respond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I knew that she was definitely, you know, going to respond to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had never anticipated that it was going to hit like a two and a half million mark on mm-hmm. my page. Mm-hmm. There are multiple people who've shared it. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, they've they've sort of downloaded the video. And mm. shared it on their pages, and it's 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 gone beyond, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was telling my my folks also, it will it will definitely hit hundred thousand, fifty thousand at least. But it just went on. So yeah, it's 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 good to see, uh, you know, getting a lot of messages from people saying that you made us laugh. Um, uh, I think the world is going through uh, a lot yeah. of uh, you know uh, murky things, and uh, you know you don't. It probably was also the timing, you know, they wanted that sort of a relief. Mm, um, true. And they, yeah, they're just going through, uh, like everywhere there's there's just bad news out there. So they probably they wanted to see mm-hmm, that, they mm-hmm. wanted that relief, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and it came probably came out in the right moment. True, 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 true. And people, if you want to watch that video, if you still haven't watched it, please go and search uh, Rag Bhaukar 
on Facebook or you can Google, find out Rohit Nair on Facebook and you'll find the video with his dog. He's singing with his dog. So uh, Rohit, since you are a screenwriter and I really respect writers and I've studied a little bit about screenwriting. So I have uh, divided this conversation into three acts, three act structure. <laughs> <laughs> like writers write films. So the act one will be more of exposition about your life, like setting up the story of your life, mm-hmm. like your, uh, your childhood, your engineering days, your work as an engineer, then we'll find the plot point one, where we'll find how you made an, made an effort to go into comedy and improv, then we'll enter mm-hmm. act two, which will be about improv and comedy. <laughs> and then we'll find act uh, plot point two, which will be the moment when you cracked AIB first draft, and then we'll enter act three, which will be your career as a screenwriter. So uh, yeah, <laughs> are you overwhelmed? <laughs> are you too overwhelmed? This is going to be so much fun. Yeah. So, we will find out that there is a plot, exposition, planting, then the character is a very low point, high point. We will keep finding it. We'll, we are going oh, to write yes. a screenplay of your life today. So, <laughs> and you are going to teach me in the process. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's begin with Act 1. Uh, you are from Navi Mumbai and that's what my research says. So yes, I was born and raised in Navi Mumbai. Yes. <laughs> Tell me about your childhood. Were you always um, inclined towards the arts? Yeah, but uh, yeah. no, uh, actually, um, you know, arts was always a form of play. You know, we never uh, looked at it as uh, something that uh, you know th- that seemed like a. Um, you know, a quality or talent because it was always part of our our growth. Um, hmm. My childhood, that's why when I say my childhood has been very colorful in the sense, um, I, I love my childhood because it, I've had the whole range of experience, you know, uh, the, the whole range of emotional experience, I would say, you know, um, uh, it has not been very happy, but it has not been very sad, has been, uh, there were times when I was extremely exhilarated, there were times when tragedy hit us like and, and how, there were times when, you know, we had to compromise on a lot of things. Uh, there were times when uh, when things were uh, handed out to us very easily. So, you know, I, I learned a lot when when we were growing up, and mm. um, because there was there was that range of experience, I felt my my childhood was complete. You know, uh, mm-hmm. with with everything that's happening around uh, that was happening around us. Um, so, growing up in Navi Mumbai. Um, my my parents shifted to Navi Mumbai. Uh, they moved to Navi Mumbai a uh, long back in 1977. And there was just that Thani Creek and mangroves and nothing else. Um, and we were a family of five. I'm the youngest. Um, and we were, we were raised in a one RK, you know, okay. um, the five of us. And uh, there was, there was never, um, you know, that, that there was the idea of privacy never existed for us. Um, and you know, how do you, how do ta- tackle all of that? Um, and uh, at the same time, you know, all of us were together, enjoying things together, sharing a lot of things together, uh, happiness, sadness, um, everything. There was, it, it was, it was a great shared experience. And we, um, you know, the, the living in that community, that community experience was, was ingrained, uh, right from the time we were, we were in that house, we were born to that, uh, I was born to that family in that house, uh, living together, uh, the five of us, you know, sleeping in a row, uh, you know, uh, by putting the, the, the mattress on the floor because we didn't have space for a bed, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, um, 
it was it was a wonderful experience and everyone out there had mm-hmm. similar experiences so we had that you know shared empathy going on mm-hmm. um so uh, you know be it be it dance be it mm-hmm. paint uh, be it sports we were all over we were everywhere okay. and that mm-hmm. i think probably you know always made me think always uh, made me imagine a lot of things because i had that colorful childhood you know mm-hmm. i never thought that okay maybe it will be used in in the arts or whatever mm-hmm. uh, but just those experiences and they was yes. it, it just remain so photographic you know i, mean, I can still think of uh, the little details uh, that made me laugh when i was a kid so i think yeah it's it's that rich experience in childhood that that really helped me um mm. you know bringing all of those experiences back and putting them on paper what were some early influences uh, maybe in terms of films or uh, comedy like hmm. during those days um, so my father used to get a lot of uh, these dvds uh, hmm. not not dvds we had these uh, the, the sets we sets acha oh, yeah so uh-huh. uh, one of my relatives had uh, they had given us the vcr Mm-hmm. and my my dad would you know rent out these uh vc vcds and they they basically uh, play them um and he would only get malayalam movies and malayalam Achha. movies yeah and there were some great malayalam movies out there Mal- malayalam movies are hilarious all right i mean um i feel uh even now they are the yeah, best yeah, yeah. from india yeah and because yeah. because they're so authentic spontaneous तो उनके लेवल का ह्यूमर यू नो यू यू डोंट फाइंड दैट ऑफन यू नो एंड इट्स वेरी सिंपल इट्स प्लेन सो वी सो आई यूज टू सब्सक्राइब टू दैट सो इवन यू नो लॉर्ड ऑफ माई माई फ्रेंड्स माई फैमिली सो आई एम वेरी क्लोज टू माई सिस्टर्स सो दे यू नो दे वुड वॉच एंड वी वुड ऑलवेज डिस्कस सो मलयालम मूवीज इनिशियली वर वर लाइक यू नो अ ग्रेट सोर्स ऑफ एंटरटेनमेंट फॉर अस so there are movies like mani chitratayu mani chitratayu is basically uh, the original of all your bhool bhulaiyas and your chandramukhi hmm. yeah, so it's a classic i love it i watched the movie so many times um then a lot of uh, movies like uh, akre akre it's basically you know a malayalam movie featuring shrinivasan and mohanlal uh, both of them are you know from uh, the forces and they're trying to find out uh, you know uh, the 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 perpetrator of a crime so mm-hmm. it's hilarious you know so mm-hmm. these bits were really good um i i i was a huge fan of uh, amir khan growing up because i thought oh. he was such a such a refreshing uh, uh, actor you know back then so so uh, so unique i felt mm-hmm. you know back then and uh, I, i used to watch all of his movies jojita is still you know right ah. up there for me. okay um amol palekar used to be you know all his mm. you know uh, golmal you know, golmal amazing what yeah. subtle comedy so i was always drawn to subtle comedy lot of mm. maharashtrian movies lot of mm-hmm. marathi movies because um, i was uh, i was again raised in a uh, a maharashtrian setup a very mm-hmm. uh, my locality was very maharashtrian um, my neighbors are maharashtrian so we would all watch marathi movies you know uh, uh, i i loved watching lakshmi kan bere day uh you know uh, this movie called i think tatya with zu we used to <laughs> watch that so many times you know so uh yeah so these these uh these movies or stories were always you know uh, 
part of our growing up and sort of shaped my uh, my likeliness towards uh, humor and stuff yes so when you said that you liked uh, subtle humor more uh, did you yeah. not get attracted to physical comedy like chaplin or someone like uh, mr bin something um, like that yes yes you know we we used to we used to buy uh, like you know the the vcds we would hmm. always buy these and rent it out and watch it um yes you know back then back then uh, all of the, it it wasn't so easily available as well uh, hmm. but yes uh, chaplin buster keaton hmm. always always you know mr bean for that matter uh, hmm. great great physical comedy johnny lever um, also <laughs> oh my god absolutely absolutely johnny lever is he's a class apart he's you know so proud of him being there you know right up there with everybody yeah. else um uh johnny lever uh keshto mukherji for that matter you know mm. uh his his uh, trademark <laughs> you know that, that laugh. my sister used to imitate it so many times in all mm. of our uh, uh family reunions mm. so yes uh, definitely you know these uh, these character actors were always always right up there uh Time. Johnny Lever's role in Bazigar, you know, where he's... <laughs> the chai wala scene, <laughs> chai mein namak dal ke laata hai. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, yeah. So good. <laughs> the way he's just bewildered every single time. आपको कहीं देखा है? So funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he used to do it all on his own. Mm. one man army you know yeah. so bazigar bazigar is throughout it's a uh, it's such a suspenseful movie mm. but the only way they could have brought uh, <laughs> in humor was bringing johnny <laughs> one man army to uh, to fill in their uh, comedic needs you know <laughs> yes 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 but uh, did you also start by doing impressions because a lot of people who get into comedy later on they start by doing impressions of their favorite actors and all did you were you that entertainer kid in your family i i definitely was the joker i was um, yeah i was always the joker i was i was good with uh, with imitation but uh, imitating my my friends or family you know that is mm. where that is where it starts right and uh, um since we were we were sort of a close knit family meeting every single time i found merit in only doing that <laughs> just uh, uh uh you know uh, noticing the little things and and then you know making everybody else think about you know what mm. what they are actually <laughs> missing when uh, when they are you know uh, uh, observing a person so we i would yeah i would uh, i was always because that was that is again the kind of humor we used to subscribe to like johnny lever was great with imitations so yes why not let's let's try and imitate some of our own so yes uh, uh, i i always was the joker um more so because um, um i i i i was reckless i i would just you know uh, uh do anything and everything that i i would want to do you know so even when it came to my humor i would not stop myself from from trying something from doing something uh from imitating people without uh thinking okay what if they get offended <laughs> yeah yeah never so i just went ahead with it so yes so i think that that also sort of uh, set it up for me but then you uh, went for engineering uh, so <laughs> <laughs> 
ट्वेल्थ में मुझे मिले लाइक डॉट चलो बेटा गुड यूर बेटर इंजीनियरिंग एंड अभी इंजीनियरिंग में कैसे फेच तो मैं मेरे डैड के साथ वहां पे रुका था मेरे डैड ने बोला इसको एक केमिकल इंजीनियरिंग दे दो और हम लोग ने कभी डिस्कस भी नहीं किया था कि केमिकल इंजीनियरिंग करना है सिविल इंजीनियरिंग करना है क्या करना है और मैं खड़ा हूँ वहां पे चुपचाप तो यू नो आई डिड नॉट केयर माई डैड डिड नॉट केयर बट द लेडी एट दी एडमिशन डेस्ट सी केयर यू नो लाइक अरे मार्क्स ठीक है इसके आप कंप्यूटर ले लो पांच सेकंड में डैड नहीं बोल दिया हाँ ठीक है फिर कंप्यूटर दे दो so it was it was like that that is how it was decided i had i had nothing to do with uh, my decision or whatever um, i was not not too passionate but i was also you know uh, i didn't think of quitting it midway because uh, education for you know south indian middle class family is a big deal um, you know we uh, like i i've seen how my parents struggled to educate us so i didn't want to you know give yes. that away leave it midway um, mm. like i know uh, if i failed in a subject it hurt my dad because he was really he was really paying from his pocket you know we were absolutely broke so i had to finish it uh, i completed um, and same same course of uh, life you know it just took me from there <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, like uh... during this period like did you have this idea that you what you want to pursue like i'm trying to figure out in your screenplay yeah. that the character have the intention right then at that time yeah and i'll tell you i'll tell you what uh, yeah. um i i i really wanted to get into uh, doing movies and writing movies and the first person the first short movie that that blew me away that really made me want to um write and get into movies and this was right at the time when i was applying for engineering um i was torn between doing bmm and engineering and what what made me really want to pursue uh filmmaking was anand gandhi's short film called right here right now wow yes yeah so what yeah. a film it is it blew me away it blew mm-hmm. me away uh and i was like ye aise create ऐसे मैजिक यू कैन क्रिएट 
on the screen and if you, if it if something can just you know make me feel where the the way i'm feeling right now then i want to do this you know but still uh, i didn't i didn't have enough awareness uh, not enough uh, backing then um, for me to pursue it but i i kept following uh, his journey i kept following anand gandhi's work um i even even his cast you know where are they now what are they doing mm. um and uh, from there on i i started getting into you know uh, uh, watching more movies uh, understanding what constitutes to writing i was always i was okay with writing i was uh, not the best out there uh, mm-hmm. but i was okay with writing i was uh, i knew i i knew how to bring in sensibilities but uh, uh, you know i mean uh, it it was it was just a matter of time when i would finally find you know where where my interests lie but till then it it wasn't very streamlined for me okay so <laughs> you were inspired by anand gandhi during uh, when you were trying to apply for engineering so tell me when you were studying engineering because mm. in engineering colleges we have uh, certain societies of film societies and everything drama yeah. what were you inclined towards those clubs um i i wasn't uh, initially i wasn't um because it, it was just taking like engineering was taking too much of my time um studying and uh, you know getting a hang of the syllabus and all of those things it was just too much for me um later on later on yes later on yes you know you we start sort of exploring okay ki kya kya uh, kya kya hai cinema what are the what, what world cinema is exactly mm-hmm. you know um, then you you basically um start realizing that okay there is there is so much more than what's actually been shown to you um i was i don't know somewhere i think no that that happened way way later i <laughs> lars once once trier he came into my life with uh, <laughs> with nymphomaniac and other exhibitionism exhibitionist uh, movies and stuff mm-hmm. like that so y- you were easily drawn to such kinds you know um one movie if i could think of there, you know there was there was a time when a lot of lot of korean movies were were making uh people's head turn you know all those you know my sassy girl and and things like that uh, people had just just realized that uh, korean uh, koreans are also making good uh, romantic movies and stuff and look and where then, they are you know, now <laughs> one the best picture my god yeah <laughs> you know tabhi wo sare uh, even a lot of asian movies rather you know like ring and all of those things that just come in fir baad mein uske remakes bane shutter and stuff so <laughs> i think uh we we were looking for for those kinds you know we were looking for those kinds of movies we were then i i remember for a fact that I, I, for some reason i remember all horror movies i remember hmm. watching movies like paranormal activity because i think you know hum log sare wahan pe atke the usi jagah pe wahan ke wohi sare zone ke movies dekh rahe the paranormal activity again you know a movie made using uh, uh uh yeah all these peripheral and web cameras so to say um in our college i i don't think we had uh, uh like a movie club or something like that i would have loved if that were the case um because a lot of my peers you know from uh, from these <laughs> colleges uh, from your nits and iits and all of those yeah. places they have such 
fabulous, fabulous, rich culture. And I'm like, mere time pe kyun nahi tha ye sab? I started watching all of this when I started interacting with them. You know, jab main kam karne laga, tab I was like, wow. You guys have so much. I mean, a TV ke hard disk ke the office. Yeah, IIT Bombay has this uh, club called Silver Screen. And they uh, made a, around a two-hour movie called Deja Vu in 2006. Like, the kids of IIT Bombay made it. And I guess some director had loved it so much. Sudhir Mishra, I guess I'm not really sure. I need to check mm. it. But people who are listening to us should... Recheck it. Sudhir Mishra had said that this is so good we can like cut it down in certain ways and send it to Khan maybe like something like that. Oh wow! It's called Deja Vu. You can find it on YouTube. I really loved it. It's about a student uh, studying in IIT and his dreams of doing theatre, uh, quitting studies again the same story, <laughs> but done in a really yeah. nice way. And that too in 2006 when uh, like I was not aware of world cinema. <laughs> I took it, got to know it much later, but still, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. You were saying something? No, no, no. no. Uh, I, I totally agree with that. You know, that's that's what I was saying. Uh, I wish we had something so so similar. You know, and I think, मेरे मेरे जैसे बहुत कम थे वहाँ पे यार जहाँ पे जिनको कुछ करना है या बनाना है. Like I tried making short films with my uh, closest friends, लेकिन कभी execute नहीं हुआ. So we tried all of that, but uh, could never really. Uh, you know do justice to the story or give give it that much time or whatever then you got into jobs uh, doing engineering jobs and you have uh, mentioned in one of your stories under tall tales that once you were working in a room full of strawberries and uh, you were called a mechanic <laughs> while repairing a computer but you were a computer engineer <laughs> yeah tell, yeah tell me about those days of frustration and uh, um, yeah tell me <laughs> I was, I was living in New Bombay. I we had just moved. Uh, we had moved uh, to the end of New Bombay, or actually, you can say technically, it's beyond New Bombay. We were living in Panvel, and I was going to work in Andheri, man. So, I two days, four hours, I travel. Um, and uh, you know, I had the office laptop. So, I open it. I would just start writing. You know, that mm-hmm. was my my breakaway from. Uh, uh from the you know usual rigmarole um that was me finding you know uh kya kehte matlab wo pattern break karne ki koshish karta tha main and mm-hmm. i would i would love writing it i, I would and wo humor bahut naturally aa raha tha mujhe tabhi to i would just wo wo 4 ghante mein main likh ke apne blog mein publish karta tha but uh, those were the times when we really had to uh Like, like, really had to go for it. You know that. I mean, situations were like that. My father had uh, just had a bypass surgery then, or today finances ke lag gaye the because you know um, he didn't have a medical insurance and stuff like that. And we like really had to up our game. You know, I couldn't think of switching, moving into another career then. Um, I didn't have the luxury then, um, and that's why uh, wherever and recession had hit us really bad in two thousand eight. recession was horrible like we were yes. getting into companies and companies were actually telling us to pay them <laughs> 60000 you pay us aap hame 60000 dijiye and we'll give you 5 5000 every month <laughs> so you are also winner we are also winner <laughs> we we get uh, we get your service you get our experience <laughs> and i'm like what sort of scams are these <laughs> yes <laughs> we we used to 
बहुत रेगुलर बेसिस पे सो कहा कुछ भी मिल गया ना वी वुड जिस गो सो वी वर्किंग इन स्टार्टअप माई फ्रेंड एन आई वी वर्किंग इन स्टार्टअप और ये स्टार्टअप में भी मतलब उनके जो ऐसे जो द गाइज हुआ लीडिंग द कंपनी दे हैड सम फ्रेंड्स राइट दे हैड सम फ्रेंड्स एंड दीज फ्रेंड्स यू नो हाउ पीपल आर राइट अभी जैसे फॉर एग्जाम्पल आई हैव अ फ्रेंड हु वर्क फॉर वोडाफोन लेवल लेकिन मेरे घर पे रेंज नहीं आता तो मैं उसको फोन करके बोलता हूँ अरे मेरा फोन चल रहा है ये इंडियन लेकिन मेरा एक लड़का है वो कर देगा मेरा इंजीनियरिंग करके यू नो आई एम डूइंग ऑल दिस जावा एंड सी प्लस प्लस कोर्सेज एंड स्टफ लाइक uh trying to change the world creating modules perl modules and all those things writing 2000 lines of code ghar pe baith ke so that i become a good programmer and stuff like that aur fir mujhe uh my boss comes and tells me rohit uh you have to go to the client side and i'm like wow this is great like i have to go to the client finally getting to meet the client aur um i went to uh this guy who stayed in andheri um usse ja ke baat kiya and you know i was in my head i was thinking there is a big problem uh, there has to be some uh, you know something to do with the program uh, i think i have to create a program in order to rectify this issue or meko na because he was in my head my, the problem was very complex but this guy was telling me are ye actually iska layout barabar nahi hai printer mera chal nahi raha hai sahi se कि वो लेआउट बराबर जा नहीं रहा है वो शी वांटेड टू प्रिंट लेबल्स मैन बिकॉज ही हैज अ स्टार्टअप दैट सेल्स जूसेस ऑलराइट ही हैड अ स्टार्टअप दैट इज सेलिंग जूसेस सो ही हैज ऑल दोस स्ट्रॉबेरी कार्टन्स एवरीवेयर और मैं उधर गया पूरे मेरे फॉर्मल्स में लुकिंग लाइक अ प्रॉपर प्रोफेशनल एंड ही इज टेलिंग मी मेरे प्रिंटर में लेबल्स बराबर नहीं आ रहे क्या आप मेरे प्रिंटर का लेआउट ठीक कर सकते हो एंड आई वाज लाइक ये ये क्या करना पड़ रहा है ये ना मैं आपको एक क्या करके देता हूँ मैं एक प्रोग्राम लिख के देता हूँ इसके लिए मैं आपको एक प्रोग्राम लिख के देता हूँ आपको अच्छे से फिर फिर ऑटोमेट हो जाएगा एंड ऑल दो ट्राई टू हार्ड सेल हिम ऑन टेक्नोलॉजी सेल्यूशन टू गिव यू बट कुछ काम नहीं आया मैंने एकदम से बस वो प्रिंटर एक एक दो प्रिंट निकाल के दिए उसको पांच मिनट का काम था पांच मिनट का प्रिंट निकाल के दे दिए और मैं चला गया उसके पहले लेकिन दे हैड अ स्मॉल किड ओके किड बेसिकली ही वाज ऑलवेज हावरिंग अराउंड मी व्हेन व्हेन आई वाज सॉर्ट ऑफ यू नो लुकिंग एट द प्रिंटर फ्रॉम ऑल कॉर्नर अंकल आप कौन हो मैं कुछ बोला नहीं उसको ऐसे नादान बच्चा है क्या मालूम उसको तो फिर बाद में मॉम कम्स इन बेटा मैकेनिक है काम कर रहा देखो ये ये हालत है इंजीनियर्स के मतलब या लाइक तो अंकल खाना खाके जाएंगे क्या 
that i was banking a lot on my uh, my childhood experience i realized it's too rich for me to give away give it away without really um, writing or or uh, looking back at uh, the events that shaped me or made me what i am today um so i had uh, i had started you know doing my blog work and everything and uh, shashi tharur used to you know he used to share my stuff Wow. Uh, share stuff from my blog and he would, he would really oh. find it funny is it still and active now the blog it's i don't think it is i think abhi to band kar diya maine use bhi because a lot of things i i don't relate to <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> but <laughs> some of shashi sir would not relate to that now <laughs> or is he going to take it back even i don't relate to this now cool <laughs> yeah yeah nahi but some of some of the things that i written um, you know i i have clearly deviated from that uh, line of thinking um so not too proud but there some some of the stories some of the stories were were really good um they i mean yeah so they they were they were always uh, always funny and stuff like that so i realized that i was i was still banking even for my humor i was banking uh, uh, you know towards towards my childhood stories and um, and i thought okay fine you know let's let's work on this so i i was trying to Uh, create a story with uh, you know caliber caliber cabre being a um, a dance bar which was actually very close wow. to where i was staying um and uh, it used to it 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 basically became a landmark you know mm. uh, for all the buildings around mm-hmm. so everybody would uh, you know if if i had to go to say my building the auto wala wouldn't ever get it so if i had to tell him ki chalo bar ke paas chalo chalo caliber cabre chalo mm. so, you know they would take and um, the story was basically about um, a boy and a girl who grew up in in that setup in that society um, um, you know and now they basically have grown up from that but they come back to that place to uh, you know get some some closure on an unresolved issue which was again a story very close to my heart uh, but i i obviously i didn't uh, didn't have uh, enough time or courage maybe to pursue it but i don't know maybe someday sometime now you are a writer you can of course get back i to it i guess yeah maybe guess just I after can. this podcast you can open up files and start doing it again yeah and you know uh, shashi it's it's so weird you're the second person who's asking me about it now kyunki iske pehle the the friend that i was working with this on she mailed me after f- uh, after 6 years asking me what's happening with this and she mm-hmm. sent me the draft that i had sent it to her so it's hitting me back i think it's it's a sign maybe i'll pick that up again surely surely we'll look forward to reading that when you complete it <laughs> and yeah man sure also you did some storytelling with tall tales could you tell yeah. us about that venture yeah yeah um i um 
you know, like I said, I would travel four hours and that is when I would sort of open up my laptop and start writing. Um, and I had, I would like publish 10 posts in a month, like a, like a proper full fledged 2000 worded story, uh, in a month. And I, I was getting stories very quickly. Um, again, you know, experience, experience, experience now put it down. There's so much to write. So I like, okay, there is, there's a lot to write. There's a lot that people would relate to. So eight minute story, I see Daldia logo, bought Mazaya. And I'm like, okay, I'm good at this. Let me keep doing this. So I was doing this. Uh, people were noticing my blog. Shashi Tharoor was retweeting stuff. Wow. <laughs> so it was all working. <laughs> what kind and, of words uh, were you putting that, that he got attracted to? <laughs> I had, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good question actually, because I was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had once, uh, written about, uh, the perils of being a Malayali, you know? Oh, um, and then he was like, Oh, this is accurate. <laughs> we should, we should, <laughs> yes, everybody should read. Yeah. So, um, so one day, uh, my sister was reading the newspaper and she saw an advertisement about this man called Michael Burns, who, uh, had come down from the U S, um, and was starting a storytelling organization and was looking for real life stories. Um, and she said, uh, why don't you, you know, write a story? Why don't you send it to her? And I had just broken up with a girl then. You know, uh, time story about my experience, uh, about my first date with her, uh, and I put it on Quora and it fetched like 20,000 views in, uh, like two hours or something. It was, it was just going on everywhere. And I said, okay, fine. You know, I'll, I'll send the story to him. I sent it to him. Michael Burns called me immediately. And he was like, this is a very good story. Why don't you come and meet me? And, uh, then I met him and I had no idea that. I had to actually go out there and narrate the story because this whole funda was so unique. I mean, where is it? I never heard of storytelling back then. Hmm. You know, in 2013, I had no idea. You know, even though there were organizations, uh, but I had no idea that there was... Hmm. Not that organized like it yeah. is now. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> in the US, you had this uh, uh, organization. You still have it, I guess. It's called uh, The Moth. The moth okay. basically does a lot of story slams and stuff like that. So Michael Burns was coming from that school of thought that he would do something like this over here. Hmm. Um, so I sent him the story. He liked it. He called me and then he just took an audition. He liked it. And then he said, uh, then now you have to come and narrate it. Uh, and this was the first time ever that I was actually interacting with an audience. An audience uh, like 100, 120 people were there. Um, and I was with my script, uh, wanting to, you know, narrate my story to them. Um, I was supposed to go first and I was so nervous. I was so nervous. Mm-hmm. Michael Burns put me last. Um, and then, then you had to finish uh, the show. <laughs> that was also to, a yeah. job. Yeah. That's again a pressure, you know, because That's again a pressure. and uh, yeah. And I, I went last, I was, uh-huh. I went last. First time ever, like I've never participated in elocution competition, essay writing, uh, storytelling in school, yeah. never. Mm-hmm. First time at the age of 27, <laughs> out there, uh, wanting to narrate a story to the world. And you can actually uh, hear me going, you know, <laughs> on the mic, it is so clear. Uh, but I, when I got into it, I got into it. I was, 
um i was i just felt the need to entertain people yeah on my expense on 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 the you know i i, I realized that how much i am i'm using my tragedy to make them laugh and it just came so naturally to me i had never thought that it would you know it would uh, it would really make me uh, feel so good about entertaining people uh, standing there uh, telling them a story it was a different feeling i had never ever felt that in my life so liberating right it, it was crazy it was like i was meant to do this mm-hmm. so i stood there and i narrated the story and everything else is history because i had never seen myself like that i had never seen myself uh, being funny in front of an audience i had uh, never entertained that much that many people in a room together i had never heard so many people laughing together at my joke when i wanted them to laugh and it was all coming very naturally to me so that was this that was the start and that is that is when i realized okay uh. i have to i have to do this this is this is where this is where i belong and i started i started writing more stories uh and it got just you know if not that much to se thoda zyada recognition bahut like people were loving the stories people people were loving it um they were they were basically uh, i i i got a message from saurabh pant the stand up comedian yeah eic east india com- comedy at that yeah, time yeah 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 one second one second one second हाँ सो ही ही बेसिकली वॉज टेलिंग मी कि तुझे मेरे ओपन माइक में आना पड़ेगा स्टैंड अप करने के लिए एंड यू नो सो सो आई हैड सपोर्ट फ्रॉम ऑल दीज प्लेसेस एंड आई आई वेंट ऑन डूइंग स्टोरीज आई डिड आई डिड ट्वेंटी शोज फॉर देम इन लाइक टेन मंथ्स फॉर ट्वेल्व डेज I I wrote five stories for them in in six months. I wrote five stories, uh, which वो तभी तभी किसी ने ज़्यादा किया नहीं था वो तो you know uh, so stuff like that so uh, so basically that is that is where that is where my my journey started as 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 a writer performer. Mm. You know, That's I how you describe yourself thought, even now. I right? yeah always always I think I think वो वो ही है वो ही है वो मेरा that is what i will always want to be known as a writer performer uh, and uh, and that is where i met a lot of improvisers that is where i met kani surka that is where i met uh, mukul mukul chadda who uh, chadda yeah. yeah a fabulous he's he's a fabulous storyteller he's uh, he's a fabulous <laughs> writer he's a fabulous performer he speaks <clears throat> so well you know uh, then <clears throat> yogesh yogesh upadhyay he's also um fabulous uh, and a great improviser so True. smart uh, i met nasir my soulmate <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> so uh, so that is that is where i met all of them um that is where my, my uh, that is when i realized that they are actually doing something called improvisational theater i had no idea that i was such a huge fan of whose line is it anyway um and mujhe malum nahi tha ki wo improv hota hai and that is when i came to know about improv and you know that's that's where i sort of moved into improv from there yes on. yes 
So we we had a yeah. lovely, wonderful act one of your life. Till now, we had <laughs> Rohit Nair, who started uh, from Navi Mumbai. He wanted to be in the arts. He wanted to do comedy. He wanted to tell stories. He was stuck in engineering. There was this desire. Then he started writing a book that didn't turn out for that time. Then again, he got into storytelling. And finally, the plot point one arrived when he uh, met all these people and got to know about improv. Now we move into Act Two, where he started pursuing it. So tell me the journey of co-founding Improv Comedy Bangalore. Um, yeah, so you know, um, we we performed um, we performed with. I mean, I, I I was I was then just a rookie. We uh, I started off by taking a workshop with Adam Dow, um, and you know we had uh, a group of comedians wanting to do shows together. Mm-hmm. Nasir was also there. He was always like you know our senior and stuff like that. Could you give um, a little intro of Adam Dow for people who are listening to us? Yeah, um, so Adam Dow is you know he's he's basically um, the the guy who who brought improv to Mumbai. I would say that um, there were a bunch of groups who uh, or you know maybe maybe one group that had started doing improv, um, but but Adam is the guy who sort of you know. Uh, he he basically spread it out there he put it out there for everybody to consume so he's he's done a lot of workshops uh, he started i think 2010 or 11 mm-hmm. um, that's that's when you know mukul kanis um, uh, sean williams they, they they were all part of the first batch and they they fabulous actors all of them so they uh, they had taken the workshop from him and since then adam has been doing a lot of workshops in mumbai so he's you know all of us are are from his school of uh, improv and he's um you could say, i i always refer to him as the father of improv in 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 india rather you know because wahan se sab start hua mm-hmm. um so yeah so that that is more about adam dow he's he's from seattle uh, i think uh, unscripted productions is is uh, he's I, I part of that what? theater uh, yeah yeah he's he's part of that uh, part of that theater group um ryan styles is part of i think he he owns it he runs it uh the unscripted uh, theater i think it's it's his so so yeah so he so adam dow has taken a lot of people from india to various improv festivals around the world so he's he's done quite a bit for uh, the improv community here yeah so that's that's more about him um um then yeah then i i started doing improv uh, with uh, with people like nasir avinash varma um uh, ankit ankit chella mm. all mm. fabulous actors they were so mm. good um uh, then navin kaushik you know all of them and then uh, i was i was also at that time i was getting married um i was in this uh, uh this zone because abhi to engineering bhi mera you know giving me that respect nobody's calling uh-huh. me a mechanic anymore um getting paid enough um, uh-huh. so you know you know how middle class uh people operate like finish engineering you find a job you find a better job then you update your bharat matrimony profile aap chronology samjhiye ye ek chronology hai to uh i was um i was also doing the same thing uh updating bharat matrimony shaadi.com jeevan sathi all of those things at the same time um to fir shaadi ka tabhi you know all those things were happening i was loving doing improv in bombay mm-hmm. um but at the same time i was getting disillusioned by uh, you know the whole 
idea of bombay the whole desperation um i was getting disillusioned by it because main travel karta tha bahut uh, you know two to hours four four hours every day and i was seeing the kind of desperation people had yeah uh, you know the forcing each other inside they pushing shoving um and that stress just out there for people to see witness uh making a fool of themselves but the tipping point for me was uh when i actually saw a man fall to death in front of me like like 5 seconds pehle wo mere baju mein baitha tha and then he gets up uh to get down at the station he was he was drunk and he realized that uh, you know the train is moving fast he tried to get down he tried to hold on to the bar uh, the the post uh couldn't hold on to it for longer he fell down and he died all right uh, and that for me was uh, was it it was it was like you know i i said i told myself i am not doing this anymore i mean i i i don't relate to this desperation um and uh, i said i i thought okay let me let me switch cities um because it it was taking a lot of toll on me as well um on swiss cities i want to uh start a fresh and uh, i want to stay away from from the from the stress and that's when i thought okay let's go to bangalore uh and that too because even nasir was there so i'll get my improv as well um i'll get a fresh start um and uh, i thought uh, this is probably a great chance to do it then i moved to bangalore wahan pe fir meri shaadi bhi hui nasir bhi mila improv bhi kiya uh, but uh, uh, you know the nasir was also struggling to form a group then and uh, he said uh, he wants to form one and i was ready to do it then along with abhishek uh, we formed improv comedy bangalore Abhishek Desai, um, you mean? Abhishek Desai. We formed Improv Comedy Bangalore, and there were a lot of people in the group. They were going in, coming out, um, and then we had to maintain the group dynamics. Also, we were doing so many shows randomly all over Bangalore. We we, we were doing like uh, you could say we were doing like sixty shows a year, man. It was crazy. There was just too many uh, people. Just, they were just calling us, and we would go. you know because he just wanted mm. to perform wanted to make a name for uh, wanted to, wanted to create an improv niche then in bangalore at least because there was there was just one group who was doing improv then the improv by sath khan danishit so mm. they were the only ones who were doing improv then okay in bangalore um and then later on madhu joined us and then abhishek uh, madhu shukla uh, nasir and i we formed the core of icb and we Uh, we ran it for quite some time yeah you know um, we started working towards making sketches making uh, uh doing a lot of uh, good shows uh, high production shows um and uh, we we then ha huh, we had then also applied for the chicago improv festival where we eventually mm. got selected um fir wahan pe gaye chicago mein gaye perform kiya wahan pe uh they liked our performance they called us to perform at second city second city mein perform kiya um and a little, little intro for of second city also for people <laughs> yeah 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 ha yeah so second city is is like the mecca of improv um all the big names all almost all the big names in comedy 
have done a course from second city or have been performers at second city or have written for for second city uh, mm-hmm. sketches so like your um, steve carell tina fey i think amy poehler who went on to uh, <laughs> form ucb hmm. they are all they all part of second city um, then i think del close was also uh, was i'm not sure if del close was ever part of second city he had his own io theater uh, improv olympics yeah the improv olympics um, hmm. so chicago is the mecca of improv where you have io and you have uh, second city and and these you know all all the respected performers all the greatest comedians they all come from there um so uh, we we went to chicago and we were actually we went to second city first to you know aisa jaake matha tekne ha aur us din hamara ek local theater mein performance tha and uh, some people had come to watch who also sort of were you know uh, part of the programming team at second city so they said are you guys are good i need to come <laughs> and you were like what the hell why not uh, to fir us din uh, jaake the next day next day actually we went and performed at second city so big big moment for us uh, that was 30th 30th march 2017 i cannot wow. forget the date yeah 30th march 2017 is when we perform for second city but as a cultural barrier nahi hota hai like uh, when you perform for them because we have so many jokes which are relatable only for indians how do you yeah. make it relatable to those people so um so you're saying that actually helps you know being from a different culture when you're trying to uh, see not fit in but give a glimpse of what your culture is about and how um, how there is a clear uh, uh, difference between both you know both the cultures you can play that for humor like i remember mm. most of our scenes were uh, were about that you know how there was a clear culture mismanagement uh, sorry uh, there, there was a clear uh, cultural uh, uh, discord between a boy who was born in the us uh, whereas his mother who is indian has seen uh, has seen you know uh, uh, the uh, the india uh, that she was born in and uh, you know she basically subscribes to that kind of living whereas say suppose if i am the son um, i am now um, in i have a different idea of uh, of my world my culture is different so that clear discord was playing for comedy so that actually helped us you know being from a different culture helped us for example uh, whenever i went on stage uh, i would always come up with 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 a with a line of introduction and it would just be one quirky mm-hmm. line so i and bangalore is definitely known for tech right uh, mm-hmm. like everybody and at that point of time a lot of people were talking about how a work is uh, is 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 going to bangalore in india how all the work is going to bangalore uh, and not in buffalo you know so they uh-huh. were they were basically talking about all these things so i would go on stage uh, and i would say hey guys um, we are improv comedy bangalore and we are not here to fix your computers <laughs> <laughs> wonderful acha <laughs> what's it <laughs> so so yeah. you know i would always start with that and um, we would play whatever we are really true with if 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 one of the guy, one of us so abhishek had this thing of always getting into an accent okay <laughs> so 
for some reason abhishek would always throw in an american accent while speaking so throughout in chicago abhishek was speaking in an american accent and i would always call that out like hey you you just came to you just landed in chicago what's what's with your tone and what's what's with your uh, uh, what's with your accent all of a sudden and that became the game of the scene you know so mm-hmm. the more more uh, uh, time he was spending in uh, in the us he was becoming more and more american so that was one of our uh, one of our scenes um so it was it was it was like that you know uh, so we played we played culture to our advantage totally mm-hmm. and people loved it people loved it um we met david schumer there you know mm-hmm. uh, at uh, at the festival and i i was so happy with our performance like people were coming and wow you guys were amazing <laughs> <laughs> and they were, yeah. they were loving it mai ja ke seedha david schumer ko pucha did you watch our performance the first thing i go and ask him did you watch our performance he <laughs> is like oh, oh sorry what uh, who are you <laughs> and i like, go oh, sorry let me introduce myself to you i thought you would know me by now wow 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 nice nice making india proud <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 full on <laughs> yeah so that was basically our stint at chicago we met a lot of great people great artists uh, and they've been we've been in touch with them ever since uh, uh, still taking you know uh, notes on improv learning from them hmm. so was a fabulous fabulous experience that yeah and then we came back and uh, improv uh, in bangalore at least uh, you know we were, we were creating a community it was becoming richer um a lot of people had joined us we had more credibility to us now we were serious performers because we were doing everything to make improvisable make it different from stand up um you know that was always a a problem for us because we were always called known as stand up comedians we were stand up comedians people. doing jokes without scripts that's great exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah everybody would come and hey rohit tera stand up kabhi hai exam mai stand up nahi karta hu yaar ye tu karta hai na kuch to stage pe karta hai na kuch to drama karta hai ha to wo stand up thodi hai <laughs> so you know uh, we had to make people understand ki bhai stand up improv alag hai to wo creating that identity for improv was a huge challenge and to a great extent i think we 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 did a very good job at that i feel as a as a group of four core members you know mm. um uh, we i think we we did a fab job there yeah so so that is what was happening with improv improv was acha ho raha tha tabhi let's let's uh, with that let's understand more about improv kyunki uh, yeah, it it's important to create its identity separate from stand up or even scripted sketch comedy or sitcoms so uh, tell yeah. me what now what i've understood is that you need to find the truth of the situation when you said that he spoke in an accent which was not really the accent and also yeah. you took advantage of the cultural barriers that you had so uh, yeah. tell me what exactly is improv and the types of improv tell me um that. so improv uh, you know it it banks on spontaneity um for improv to really work you need you need people uh, to really sit and listen to each other and empathize with each other uh, um and just uh, make each other look good you know like we say uh, just yes and just say yes to an idea and build on top of it and then you see where it goes on from there on you know um so for improv 
you need these principles to set in uh, it's just not about cracking a joke it's not, just not about having a setup uh, and a punchline ready um, it's about you know forming those dynamics on stage it's about creating real emotions on stage you know sometimes because you're sometimes you're so overwhelmed with uh, with the reality on on the stage because people are actually playing it out from uh, from from the emotions they felt uh, uh, you know uh, in the past and they're using all of those experiences on the stage it is it is um, it you know for, for to be a good improviser you also need to be a very good actor um and a good actor will always take from personal experience so you need you need to be a good actor uh, you need to be you need to be convincing as an actor you need to convince the audience that uh, that you know uh, that that they are actually playing from emotions you need to take the audience with you in a journey um uh, make them feel what you're feeling make them laugh when you want to laugh you know um and see to that everybody else on stage looks good so it's it's challenging but it it is such a beautiful process it is such a beautiful process um in the sense you know so much about yourself uh and everything is not about you you uh, you realize how you can you know give the other person also um uh, that yes. much credibility and space to function in you know uh, so so these elements are are so much more than just a few people going on stage and and trying to create uh humor everything comes after that i mean you know uh, it's humor becomes a by product um but these building blocks these this this core principle is the most therapeutic uh you know theater can ever be so so yeah you know in a nutshell that that is uh, that is what improv gives you and that is what um uh, that is what what you do uh, when you're on stage with uh, with a bunch of uh, fellow improvisers who are also probably good actors you know so yeah um more or less has, has it, <laughs> and has it like changed you as a person over the years do have you become a better listener in real life massively massively um it it's helped me help me grow so much as a human being like it there is uh you know this 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 whole idea of listening i mean it is so underrated when if people really just sit back and listen to each other <laughs> we will probably live in a much much better world today yeah. you know if so true. if yeah it just just it just takes people to sit back and listen um i made i have made deeper connections um i have great friends uh, and thanks to improv um you know most of my uh, most of the people from my community or i could say my core team that uh, uh, with whom we we formed icb they are such fabulous they're great friends you know i can bank on them for anything and everything um i'm a i'm much i'm a i'm much better listener um i'm more empathetic as a person now um and at the same time you know uh i i know i know um what sets me apart from the rest also so it it gives you that feeling of individuality also mm. uh, 
so improv definitely as a person i've uh, i've changed so much owing to that um and i'll tell you i'll i'll tell you with context to a tragedy that was happening at the same time um mm-hmm. and when you know when improv really helped me to sail through uh, you know that patch okay like i said when i was in bangalore i was married then um and my uh my personal life was was really hit it was going to the drains uh, i was you know just not a happy person at home uh, it was just not working for both of us and that whole period was really painful and uh, improv was in a way helping me uh, to internalize these emotions to understand them well to understand understand myself better um and uh, and and you know it in the form of my co improvisers it gave me a lot of friends and people who could empathize and understand my uh, my problem at that point of time and that is that is what you want you know you at that point of time you want somebody to just sit and listen to you yes so i had like the best listeners i could <laughs> i could think of having um and uh, eventually as you know the the uh, the marriage was was coming to an end um my my uh, my friendship and uh, uh, everything that that improv uh, uh, was doing for me uh, or what it um you know what it meant to me was was still intact nothing of that ever got uh, changed or hindered or anything of that sort and that helped me sail through that point of grief as well you know because uh, it eventually ended marriage ended um um but uh, i had made some great connections who helped me through this whole process of grief um i was not escaping any feeling or emotion internalizing everything uh making it a part of my uh my reality um and uh, yeah and 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 basically uh i i was seeing for what it is you know um uh, not looking it uh as a failure you know because in improv you always said that failures are gifts and how how to do you use it uh, to your advantage to your yeah how do you use it to your advantage um so yeah so that that was that that was the point where i was uh i was i was really transitioning i was still an it guy doing improv um uh, and uh had a had a horrible personal life so we were basically you know that is that is the point where you know it it comes to that place no that okay this is it you can't take it from here on you have to move you have to do something that that makes you happy or at least uh makes you think that you've done something something significant in life when you go to sleep so uh wo feeling aa raha hi nahi tha bahut time se so and finally uh marriage ended and then uh uh while i was packing my bags and moving out of the house i saw aib first draft ka applications had started <laughs> so when i was packing um when my 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 mom had come down she was helping me <laughs> to pack all my stuff uh when i was packing everything when i was um uh 
you know uh, in in between moving my stuff from my house to my friend's house i was again sitting with my laptop and uh, working on the story so jaise jaise main nikal raha hu waise waise main story ke ek ek words likh raha hu to i finally i wrote a story i finished it before i finished it before the deadline and um, i sent it to aib and it, i took my bags and moved out of the house so in 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 a matter of uh 10 days i i had i no more i no more had a house of my own i uh, i was no more uh, um, i mean technically i was married but i was not with a partner anymore um i moved uh, you know uh, i moved to a total bachelor pad <laughs> my social status had changed mm-hmm. uh, and i put down my papers at work uh, just okay. then because when i applied for aib first draft i felt that rush and i was like this is what i'm going to chase this is the feeling that i want to chase um and if if i can feel this now i think i can feel this for a longer time and i don't want to rob myself from that experience so um i said this is it uh, i can't do this anymore so i i went and i put down my papers also so mm-hmm. everything for me flipped in a matter of 10 days um aib ka results were also not out till then uh, it, it was a risk was, then it was quite full, a risk total risk yeah Uh-huh. yeah yeah I, and i was i was like abhi uh, ye kya kehte fight or flight abhi that mm-hmm. is it mm-hmm. abhi ghusna to pura ghuso nahi to karo hi mat you know mm-hmm. then i i'll regret this for the rest of my life um to fir uh, apply kiya uh, re- resignation dala ghar chhod diya uh, dost ke ghar pe gaya uske ghar ghar pura bachelor pad uh, mm-hmm. like like my host social status had had flipped um and you know how how people you know that divorce tag is 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 actually a real deal you know people look at you <laughs> with uh, with contempt you know hota <laughs> hai actually hota hai and then sort of trying to escape from that also and uh, eventually uh, i think 31st december i got a call from aib saying that you are in the top 40 who called uh, you uh, was it one of the ye... four no no not okay. not not, uh, uh, not one of them but uh, his name is rigved who was Achha. doing cool, the coordination cool, cool. and things so yeah cool. so like one of my friends got a call from one of the four i thought they were only calling everyone it's cool yeah ha ha no so i'll tell you when when ha cool cool so 40 ka maine usme select ho gaya and they basically were now you know going to uh, they were going to cities and interviewing people so tanmay and satyanshu sir so mm-hmm. they were basically doing that mm-hmm. so bangalore mein aaye I went for the interview, uh, and Sati sir and uh, Tanmay took my interview. Tanmay asked me about uh, you know, there को improv में इतना passion है तू writing क्या करेगा? हाँ हाँ. तो मैंने उसको बोला कि you know that improv is actually made me a better writer because <laughs> I am understanding how to write scenes. Hmm. So and he liked that answer. He was like, हाँ ये बहुत सही बोला तूने and all that. Sati sir was was being the bad cop. He was telling me, "Arey, your story pura copied hai. Tare zameen par likh ke laaya tu." Acha, nice. So I was I was still trying to you know tell him ki nee aisa nahi hai. Fir maine usko bataya mera perspective about the story, why I wrote the story and everything. So, so uh, interview mera bahut acha hua. It was a very emotional experience for me. Uh, I think I think I I for a bit I think I even 
I, I think I even, even cried at the interview because it was it was the deal for me. This was it. This was my plan A. At the, that was my only plan. He was plan B. Go back to plan B. Plan A. Yeah. So this was my only plan. And if this failed, then I didn't know what to do. We would, you know, again improvise. But uh, I wanted to go to Bombay um, hmm. and work on my writing career. And this was the only place I wanted to go because I didn't want to spend money. Uh, I knew I was good. I deserved a place there. Is what I what I always told myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and uske uh, baad after my interview, Tanmay bahar aake bolta hai, chal 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 chal. You know he does this, uh-huh. and uh, he and I I knew then ki mera uh, ten me select ho jayega karke. Then finally, Tanmay called me uh, and he said, "Kya kar raha hai?" I said, I'm not doing lunch. Kar raho, okay. Uh, uh, this was a similar call to my friend also. Yeah. Okay. This was the time. Cool. This was the call. So yeah. I was having lunch, sitting hmm. alone. What are you doing? I'm eating food. What are you sitting with? I'm not alone. Why are you sitting alone? What's going on? I'm not going to come to Bombay. Okay. Cool. I said, yeah, man, of course. Uh, then uh, March, March I moved back to Bombay. I took everything. And I went back to Bombay, um, and that whole experience was such a game changer. What a game changer! AIB first draft, like I was, I really realized. I mean, what the power of cinema is, and uh, I couldn't have asked for a better teacher than Sati sir. Um, really went through everything uh, there. I mean, everything we could learn, we could grasp. um how we could make great stories and what what beautiful stories exist out there you know for us to feel motivated and do something out of it so that changed it for me you know they brought us up to pace with all the good writers in the industry uh, so so kudos to first draft you know uh, i really wish they come back With uh, another version, another third edition, season. Because third I think, season, yeah. I, 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 f- I think the world needs AIB first draft. You know, <laughs> at, Abhi, at least uh, Indians need it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Indians definitely, definitely need something like an AIB first draft right now. Um, and wahasi mera writing career shuru hua. And um, while I was learning for AIB, uh, while I was with AIB first draft. my divorce also uh, uh got materialized uh, and to uske beech mein i was writing another story so very close to uh, close to home <laughs> so <laughs> that was another experience then but um, but yeah you know and then then shit went down with the ib a lot of things happened after that mm-hmm. um yeah and that's that's again that's another act maybe <laughs> <laughs> we have already entered act 3 <laughs> so uh, we'll talk about your screenwriting career now so yeah. when you made a transition from improv to writing so what yeah. happens is improv is about agreements we have to agree yes and we have to agree to what the co-improviser has to offer us and then build upon it but yeah. in writing we do put conflicts in improv yeah. conflicts are not that uh, a great thing you shouldn't be disagreeing with your co-improvisers idea so how did you adapt to this putting conflict um so you know see see uh, when it comes to adding conflicts in a story 
uh, and when you're working with multiple writers, you're basically uh, agreeing to to how do I put this? You know, you're you're basically there is there is agreement in that disagreement also, you know, um, and uh, and for me it was not not a big deal because even in improv when you uh, when you add conflict it is for humor. Uh, maybe the function is different totally, um, but uh, um, at least you know the the uh, the conflict aspect of it again needs a bit of yes ending. Uh, for us to uh, think, okay, maybe this conflict would, will work. So now you start looking at things very objectively, like a story is, is not, um, you know, you're not creating it on the fly, but uh, you, you sort of have time to look at it from a general perspective and then work towards the building blocks of it. So uh, not a huge challenge, honestly speaking. It, it, is, it was very similar to my experience in improv, where, where in improv you're on stage, and uh, you create a conflict for comedic purposes. Here, you're building a larger narrative. So, yeah, more or less the same experience, actually. Okay. Can, can you tell us about the course? Like, how was it structured? If you're allowed to speak about it, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so you know, so they they had to first uh, because there were people from different walks of life. All right, and hmm. uh, not everyone. Uh, new cinema the way maybe Satyanshu sir did, right? Mm. Um, we we definitely didn't, or even now we don't, you know. But at least for us to understand what he's talking about, uh, yeah. you know, for us to come to that level, he he started off by making us fall in love with stories, um, and he would instill us. Uh, in us, the habit of reading screenplays, because you know, until first draft, I had no idea of how screenplays were written and what is the science behind it. You know, so it's so important for a writer to understand the science behind a screenplay also, and because you're, you're actually playing with uh, your, you know, you're working on the audience's collective, ye kya kehte yeah, yeah, uh, emotional graph as well when you're taking them through the journey of a protagonist you're making them uh, empathize with that person so he basically initially um, we would watch all kinds of stories we would watch uh, short films uh, we would watch uh, a feature length movie uh, uh, series silent movies silent movies huh. um, and we would also go and watch plays at Prithvi mm. Nice. Uh, like every week, every week that was our routine, and uh, every week we had two scripts, two screenplays that we would read and dissect. Um, and while we would do that, he would also teach us the fundamentals of screenwriting, uh, like what are the building blocks of screenwriting, uh, the whole science behind it. So he would teach us, and as we went on, we realized that how you know our discussions had also changed. It became uh, how objective and how technical it had become. Mm -hmm. um, then our then we started. You know, uh, there, there was a lot of merit in now watching movies and understanding them, because Tabito, uh, you know, when you are in it, when you uh, the initial phases, me to are entertainment. But it was now you are in the business, huh. so you have to you have to see it very uh, objectively. You have to see it very technically. 
and uh, how uh, then you realize why great movies are you know uh, are differentiated from the mediocre ones what works for them what doesn't um so 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 they had they had this this ready they had this prepared and at the same time they had asked us to develop ideas for them um and okay. uh, work on stories yeah, our own original stories so we started working on our own uh, stories as well uh wo likhte gaye and uh, you know eventually um at the end of the um the course we had to finish the entire screenplay of our feature length film or or our uh, series you know so that was that was the end product end goal of uh, of our uh, yeah first draft ka course mm-hmm. um like you start off by trying to understand uh, comprehend the world of cinema and then eventually and you finish by writing a screenplay you know mm. so uh, that journey was was uh, what uh, was one where you know we we grew as human beings mm. um lot of emotional understanding lot of understanding of psychology of characters and people around us how we take inspiration from inspirations from people who we meet daily day in and day out um you know and how they become these characters who you know whose journey you you are invested in following so 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 so, so great learning that that whole process was uh, was again you know for for us to uh realize how big this this world is does it yeah. uh, does it happen to you now that when you uh, watch a film since you said you started having technical discussions about the film and objectivity about everything so yeah. can you watch a film like a fan anymore now or have you become that technical uh, dissector <laughs> while watching content no no um see i would always um uh, i mean you know i i will technically dissect a movie for sure hmm. but then there are some stories that uh, that you can't sit and dissect you know it's just hmm. more than just that just take it in yeah, um, yeah and you know maybe contrary to popular belief i i absolutely loved watching gali boy <laughs> i loved <laughs> people are going to disown you in the industry <laughs> not me even i loved it okay Fine. I love Gully Boy. What an huh. experience that was, you know. And and that point of time, huh. you don't want to sit and dissect it. Like uh, even now, if I if I see if I watch Tare Zameen Par, hmm. um, I will not dissect it because the the movie has uh, has such a brilliant story, such raw characters, such great performances. Hmm. And पहले गो में तो मैं नहीं बैठ के dissect करूँगा. बाद में करूँगा, but you know. first i want the experience mm-hmm. i i won't rob myself from that you know mm-hmm. so so gali bhai was 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 one such experience um, and uh, i remember there was this this one beautiful movie i watched at uh, at mami ab mujhe ab naam bhi yaad nahi aa oh oh my god 12 years a slave mm acha uh, what a movie it just it you know you can some movies you can't dissect you can i mean at least wahan tak craft pahunchne to uske baad dissect karo but uh, these movies they are just they're just special stories you know and you um you 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 really uh, uh have to i mean kya uh, kehte you know it it only makes sense for you to uh, uh 
take that experience in fully wait i'll just tell you which which movie was that which mommy year was it yeah it was not 12 years a slave sorry i was wrong about that um it was an argentinian movie yaar yeah? it was a uh, 2018 ka about uh, about prisoners uh to a, a 12 years night i think yeah 12 years night that was the movie yeah i'll google and find out argentina 12 years mommy keywords yeah 12 years night that was it 12 years night okay a 12 year night a 12 year night 12 year night uh sorry it, it it's a it's it's from uruguay sorry not uh, uh not argentina yeah correct okay. yeah so yeah uh, so yeah 12 years yeah. night mm-hmm. ha that, that was it so to answer your question yeah. i still um, i i love to get overwhelmed by movies i'm a very emotional person i love to cry i've uh, i've watched the amazing spiderman and cried my uh-huh. ass off so uh i love i i watch it for the experience and then probably you know later i will dissect it very wonderful yeah. very nice i like you trying to keep a balance between that otherwise it's yeah. uh, you forget the purpose for which the movies were made and <laughs> yeah you forget the reason why you're in this profession in the first place yeah right? yeah yeah because you're in love with movies it's very easy to be bewildered like after getting in <laughs> so uh, you said that your improv knowledge helped you in screenwriting and after learning screenwriting did it help you in improv and how did it help you oh yes absolutely um you know so now you understand uh, scenes why they are played the way they are why they are written the way they are what is the function of a scene in a narrative um how it plays for comedy why it plays for comedy why is it there in the first place um in the whole you know uh, narrative structure why is it there so now when you go and do improv with all of this knowledge and when you're doing a scene uh, because you know uh, at first draft we used to write a scene every day every day we are writing a scene so now when you go uh, and do uh, improv it can't it can't just be all half a side anymore you know? mm, okay. uh, there is there is a clear purpose of a scene there is a clear structure of a scene there are clear dynamics between characters um and uh, you know and now i make sure that, uh, whoever I, i want to improvise with uh, in in the long term also understands this so that we give the audience a good experience you know uh, so that is the idea uh, and to to not create any uh, any ambiguous stuff out there you know <laughs> for people because improv is is a concept right it's it's is so free flowing uh that people would do anything and everything uh sometimes they're so uh so pressurized to create humor on the spot yes right they do anything absolutely anything but now i realize that humor can 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 delay uh, itself you know from from uh from appearing um and uh, and when that happens that is also very effective um so we can keep people away from humor and then boom we give that give them that one surprise and then people are loving it they are laughing about it so definitely has helped me so much in understanding uh improv better if if it's not uh, always funny it can be engaging that could be i think a way yeah, to approach yeah. improv and yes. uh, so like when we see uh that people in the west who started from improv they went to 
uh, sitcoms and uh, like doing sketch comedies on camera, cam- like camera oriented content or doing funny comedy films. Uh, what do you think? Do you think in the next decade, uh, Indian improv would also produce such such artists? Yes. And, yes. And how do you see? I yeah. absolutely believe. Yeah. <laughs> do would we have a lot of improv specials on OTT platforms? Because digital has come in now. How do you see? Uh, how can we make uh, take advantage of the digital platforms and get improv to people? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I think uh, I think it's it's high time that uh, you know OTT. platforms start looking for uh, people who do good improv <laughs> there are <laughs> there is a whole goddamn community yes. that is doing improv if you mm-hmm. just open your eyes and not count the number of instagram followers they have you will find great performers mm-hmm. uh, there are some amazing improvisers out there uh, uh, there there is a great team just coach them right and they will give you great content and uh, i vouch for it absolutely vouch for it um, good improvisers make for good writers um and we've seen that happen so much in the past we've seen that uh, you know in snl we have uh, you know most of the the writer performers you know yes uh, they they have they have either become great writers or they've become um uh, uh great great uh, actors like like somebody like a jordan peel yes. you know jordan peel who who I mean, look at their sketches, Key and Peel. Look at look at the. It is so simple, so functional. Look at their acting. Look at the character work. It's amazing, and he goes on to write and direct something like Get Out, and hmm. us. It baffles me. You know, it baffles me to think how simple that design, that idea of his story is. It almost seems like a sketch for me. You know, and he's done such a fabulous job. Like. Um, that is the kind of understanding you get when when you become good at this craft and uh, i am sure in the next 5 years 5 years not even 10 years i am telling you in the next 5 years you'll see another improv specials by different actors different performers i'm sure about that uh, just a matter of time but how do you look yeah. at this fact that how can we make it different from stand up comedy in a way that uh, we are assured as audiences we are assured that in stand up comedy we will get a joke like every 10 seconds at least or uh, 30 seconds for sure but uh, mm. how do we take improv to the audiences looking at this conditioning they already have that they are mm. supposed to expect jokes yeah yeah and, correct and and you need more camera setup for improv because you don't know where the action might be and for stand up you need to... only three maybe stand up you can cover correct. with that audience ka do ek performer ka you can cover it somehow yeah uh, so there is so much investment in improv and you still don't know if the jokes are going to come because it's very unpredictable how do you see right. this dynamics how do you see this um see exactly uh, and this is this is a struggle we had as a group also to you know like i mentioned earlier visibility was always a problem for us and uh, making ourselves um have a different identity from stand up comedians was always a fight um so that's where we we try to create as much um as we could on the uh, on the web like we started creating digital platform uh, sorry we started creating uh, uh sketches uh, started shooting them putting it out there um wanting to make people go watch it and once they do then you you tell them that you know uh, once you you get that amount of uh, 
uh, what do you say uh, that number of footprints you when when you have people come and watch you uh when, when you have uh, so many impressions on the web uh, uh people are now uh, looking at you as performers then you tell them that we are improvisers and now you come and watch us we do it live as well so why don't you come and watch us so for for improvisers i think it is essential that they create content they, it is essential that they they make comedic content on the web um it is essential for them to show what they're capable of as actors as creators um otherwise if you just expect people to come and watch you um uh, on the stage without uh, really knowing what you're capable of doing uh that is going to be tough and then you will see how the number of audience uh sort of you know uh, the amount dwindles as uh, it is sort of you know thins as as you uh, as you go on just keep performing without putting stuff out there for more and more people to consume it is important for you to do that one definitely you know create as many sketches as you can show what is your range of comedy uh, what is the kind of comedy you subscribe to um, then you will have your audience as well you know like every stand up comedian he puts his clip up there and then it gets million views yes, and then you you know then you then have uh, yeah then you then you have a show uh similarly uh, for us also do a lot of sketches do a lot of sketch work uh see let people come and watch and then you finally do a show record that show uh invest at least once invest uh you know because you are going to be a group of 5 6 you can easily afford you know put 5000 each have a great editor on board uh have great cameras uh mm. have professional people capture your reactions capture your acting see what you're capable of doing you know how good you are as a performer let them uh let them record it cut edit and now put it out there and let the let the world see how how good you are you know and i think that is absolutely essential for everyone uh, to do that i see somewhere i feel bad that it's not happening uh, quite as much um um uh, you know for example look at look at how the improv the way they package yes. their uh, their shows their stuff they always creating something on the um uh, they always have like great production quality when it comes to their uh, videos and uh, when it comes to their uh, uh, their gigs that they perform for a live audience they mm. edit it nicely they put their subtitles they do the work it is it is essential you know mm. for us to make our self seen and heard it is essential um so i think once you start doing that you start showing what you are capable of uh, uh, how 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 good you are in this craft only then people come and watch it otherwise you know then you just sit and complain and say then yes, you know improvisers don't make money <laughs> yeah exactly and you you can change all of that so it's it's i think it's essential for uh for groups to create stuff online absolutely essential well they well said rohit and i know i have taken a lot of your time you're a busy writer so i have this last question could you please tell us <laughs> what's happening on the writing front as well as improv front in this lockdown what are some things you're doing yeah yeah um so i am currently writing um uh, a comedic series for uh, netflix 
commissioned by Dharma. Uh, I am also working on a project with uh, MA and Prime Video. Um, I had last year, um, I had written a series for Alt Balaji. It'll start, I think it's, it's going to get on the floors now. In September, it'll start shooting. Okay. Um, I'm very excited about an idea that uh, Kamba and I are working on together. Hmm. Um, that is something that, uh, that I've been actively working on. Um, and uh, with improv, um, uh, Nasir and I have uh, together. We formed our own uh, group called Nair and Nasir, where huh. uh, you know we basically are are looking at primarily doing comedic improv. Um, okay. And it it will be uh, the long form only, and that is something that we have been working about. We but we are you know not really keen on doing a lot of Zoom shows now because that's it's a transient phase don't want to invest a lot. So Nasser and I are doing uh, something called, uh, uh, we're taking up workshops in, in comedy, you know, huh. um, and that is, that is something uh, we, both of us have been passionate about. So we don't teach people how to be funny, uh, but we, we show them the tropes. Uh, we talk about the psychology behind it. Uh, we talk about why, uh, why we find certain things funny. And how can we use that uh, to make our, you know, our writing or our sketches or our act on the stage uh, funny as well? So what what are the tropes that we can do? We can use um, so stuff like that. So yeah, that's that's more or less what I've been doing <laughs> for the past Wonderful. four five months now. On that note, thank you so much, Rohit. You joined me for this session, and that was such a lovely story from your childhood in Navi Mumbai to your dreams of becoming a storyteller and then doing engineering, finding improv, discovering improv, doing improv along with engineering, quitting engineering, getting into AIB first draft, today becoming a screenwriter and finding your niche as a performer, improv performer. That was such an inspiring story. Thank you so much, Rohit. All the best. We are looking forward to watching all your shows and films that you are writing and have written already. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot, Shashi. Thanks for having me here. Uh, You're doing such a fab job. I'm falling in love with you every passing day. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Rohit. Stay safe. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Thanks, man.